Reporters Without Borders, or RSF, released its annual World Press Freedom Index, which marks Norway, Finland, and Denmark as the countries with the most press freedom and puts China at 177th. That's just three places above North Korea at the bottom of the list. Uh, RSF is warning that the COVID-19 pandemic is exacerbating threats to the freedom of press and remarked the next decade will be a crucial period determining the future of journalism. So to find out more about this report, we're pleased to be joined by the East Asia Bureau Director of Reporters Without Borders on the line, Cedric Alviani. Hello. Mr. Alviani, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Could you first start by explaining how the World Press Freedom Index is compiled? The World Press Freedom Index is uh, compiled every year by Reporters Without Borders. It's a uh, very elaborate tool that combines scientific methodology uh, with the correction of the biases. It's important to notice that one can't assess freedom with a simple questionnaire. If, uh, let's say, if we were able to send a question worldwide to every journalist and ask them what uh, is the level of freedom in their country, probably the number one in press freedom would be China because they have the biggest number of journalists. Mm -hmm. And somehow uh, most journalists would be forced uh, to answer uh, that their country press freedom uh, is at a very good level. So we need a much more elaborate tool to evaluate this type of freedom. Every year, Reporters Without Borders is sending an online questionnaire to um, a large number of experts. Um, The questionnaire includes 87 questions that focus on seven different criteria, and we combine these uh, answers with a correction of the biases that may occur so we can uh, have a fair evaluation of the level of press freedom of each country and territory recovered. So we give, using this questionnaire, we give a note to every country and territory recovered. There are 180. And uh, after each of these territories have received a note, we organize the ranking. Well, uh, not to be too narcissistic, but we are, after all, a a show based here in South Korea. (laughs) Let's start with South Korea. Uh, 2016, they had their rankings drop to 70th, but it's been on an upward trajectory. It hiked back up to 43 in 2018. This year it's at uh, 42. So uh, that is a a good trend to see what, in your view, has been uh, the reasons behind the improvements and also what are some of the remaining problems uh, that are needed to be improved on? We indeed have seen uh, improvements in South Korea in the uh, past years. Um, We all know there have been some uh, very serious problems with the uh, past two presidents in South Korea, uh, between presidents and the media. Um, There were major attempts to uh, try and pressure on the public media. There were major attempts to uh, impact on the way the media were describing the government's activity. After the election of uh, President Moon, we have noticed uh, that the government was more willing to respect standards of freedom of the press, and of course, we pray this. Uh, However, the situation is not perfect, and like most democracies in the world, uh, there are still in South Korea many aspects that uh, could improve, and we are indeed ex- 
expecting uh, the current uh, president and government to bring improvements. Um, three years ago, while Reporters Without Borders was actually visiting South Korea, President Moon uh, made a public pledge to bring South Korea uh, back to the ranking uh, it used to uh, it used to be um, ten years ago, which was the 30th rank in RSS World Press Freedom Index. So it's not forbidden uh, yet. Uh, amongst the requests by reporters without borders, uh, we believe that the um, South Korean government could be more exemplary in terms of press freedom and could mm. give itself the uh, infrastructure uh, to better protect press freedom within the government, like a special position right. uh, that would coordinate the government action. We also believe that South Korea uh, misses an independent regulatory body mm. that could uh, somehow provide uh, auto-regulation services for freedom of the press. There are also some uh, remains of uh, South Korean's history that uh, have no reason to exist anymore, like the discrimination that is made against journalists that are not uh, president right. members. Um, and, of course, uh, the fact that some regulations, especially uh, the, uh, regulations related to the country's security, uh, might uh, somehow uh, intimidate journalists or might deter them from investigating mm. on certain topics. Yeah, and it, it really does uh, coincide if you just look at the timing. 2016, that's when Park Geun-hye was still the president. Uh, after uh, Moon Jae-in became president, we've seen an upward rise. But as you point out, uh, still a lot of dissatisfaction uh, with uh, certain remnants of the uh, legacy media and how they've been covering in South Korea. Uh, I want to uh, get to the crux of the matter with COVID-19 and the pandemic, though, uh, Mr. Albiani. Uh, what is the uh, sort of correlation between the suppression of media freedom and uh, various governments' responses to uh, COVID-19? Oh. Oh. There is a very direct correlation between the ranking of the countries uh, in the World Press Freedom Index and their attitude towards press freedom during uh, the crisis of COVID-19. Uh, in a period of crisis, the public is afraid. Uh, they tend to accept more easily uh, authoritarian measures or uh, freedoms uh, to be uh, questioned. And this is actually uh, the problem because uh, the countries that are the most authoritarian have somehow uh, saved that opportunity so that they would uh, strengthen their control on the media. We, of course, have the example of China. Uh, it is now uh, established that uh, if the Chinese media have been able to launch the alerts at the time the epidemic of coronavirus was starting in Wuhan. Uh, it probably wouldn't have uh, gone out from China. It probably wouldn't have become a pandemic. The purpose is not to say, of course, that China is responsible for the current pandemic. Mm. But uh, if China had a free press, uh, probably it wouldn't be that serious today. Yeah, and uh, we've we've known journalists who have tried to sound the alarm, uh, subsequently uh, been uh, punished by that. Uh, just to uh, jump around to uh, different other factors here uh, besides COVID-19 and that relation to uh, maybe curbing press 
freedoms. Let's talk about the U.S. because this is an interesting uh, case study. The land of the free, home of the brave, that's right. That's their motto. But uh, their press freedoms have declined since uh, Donald Trump took office. Uh, now back up three notches. Um, how have things improved in, in your view? And uh, for what we think to be a beacon of freedom, why has the U.S. fared relatively mediocrely? Well, there have there have been a, a, a big decline uh, in the U.S. ranking. It actually uh, started uh, way before uh, President Donald Trump came into power. In uh, 2013, the U.S. were 35th in the Reporters Without Borders ranking. They are currently uh, 40th. 45th. Uh, this is quite a downfall for uh, a country that presents itself as uh, the land of press freedom. Uh, of course, the attitude of President Donald Trump and his administration towards journalists uh, is for a big part uh, in the fact that uh, the uh, USA are being ranked so low. Last year, there was also a killing in a, a U.S. media that we believe, uh, even though perpetrated by a, um, uh, by, by, by a person with psychological problems, uh, is still the consequence of the consistent hate speech against journalists that uh, is um, that is being organized by the um, politicians and decision makers in the USA. It's very important mm. to realize that every time a politician is uh, insulting journalists, is accusing journalists of having a political agenda, is uh, naming journalists the enemy of the people, they are somehow making it more legitimate to uh, engage in acts of violence against them. This is not just uh, speaking. This is not only freedom of speech. This is calling for crime against journalists. We have like 30 seconds left, but just briefly, uh, North Korea always at the bottom. Uh, What's their situation? Yes, well, we have concern that uh, the situation of coronavirus in North Korea would be hidden by the authorities and of course the fact that there is no uh, independent journalism in Korea is a big problem. But uh, we consider North Korea as the black hole of information and it's been consistently rated at the bottom of the World Press Freedom Index. Uh, and even last year when North Korea actually gained one ranking, it was more of a mechanical move because uh, some uh, violence happened in Turkmenistan that made the situation even worse than North Korea. But I would say that North Korea is still uh, the worst country mm. on earth for freedom of the press. Yeah, that is uh, certainly unfortunate, especially uh, from the uh, point of view of uh, people who want free journalism and uh, uh, media freedoms, uh, of course, to be a principle that applies to all countries. We're going to leave it there. Mr. Albiani, thank you for your time, and uh, we will hopefully talk to you again soon. Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye.